somebody's about to party like it's 1999. <laughs> nice guy. Just dropping the ball like it's 1999. Like it's the millennium reign of Christ or something and the Christians don't understand it. Because he comes like a thief in the night. Not a big flash of light in the sky. He told you. Actually, his angels did. In Acts chapter 1. Men of Galilee! Why are you staring up into the clouds? This same Jesus will come back again in the way he first came. Through woman and through man. Isn't that a fact? Born of the Virgin Mary. Amen. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Now we're not going to go all Roman Jesuit on you and get into Mary worship, but what a woman of God, huh? One of my favorite things in the Bible, Mary's song. My heart rejoices in God my Savior, and my, and my soul magnifies the Holy Spirit, the Lord. My soul magnifies the glory. Amen. Mary's song in Luke. One of the best. Just a little girl. But had a pure heart and a pure mind. And didn't care about money. Didn't care about the praises that come from men in the synagogue. In the church. Didn't care about people pleasing. How embarrassing. You think it's bad today, you know. 13 years old, getting pregnant in junior high. Imagine back then when they were like super strict and religious. Don't you get pregnant. Like you don't even have kids until you're married for a while. I mean like, and it's gotta be by the book of Moses. They're serious Jews, man. Orthodox beyond what you see today in Jerusalem. Serious Judaism. Like Old Testament, but it's actually got the Holy Ghost on it. Judaism. You know, because they're still under the law of Moses. <laughs> oh, glory to God. And here they come. Here comes the Lord Jesus Christ through a little girl. It's true. She wouldn't have been a woman. Very young. Some scholars say she would have been as young as 13. Yeah. Bat mitzvah. At 12 and pregnant at 13 by the Holy Ghost. How embarrassing. Junior high, 7th grade for you Americans. It's like, imagine you parents having your daughter pregnant in the 7th grade. Yikes. Woo, buddy. There'd be a lot of shame on your family, huh? In Texas, New York, and Minnesota. Shame. Jesus Christ, buddy. What in the name of glory is wrong with you? Definitely how that would go. <laughs> I know people would manifest for years saying, why in the hell do you have your wife on there with you? She just manifests demons the entire broadcast, the whole time, and ruins Joel's bar. I thought we were still watching, talking about Mary. <laughs> well, you're like a little girl like Mary. So it's kind of along the same lines. Not so much of a rabbit trail. And people are so insecure and so defensive of vulnerable, weak Christian girls that are clueless that it's like they always get offended when any kind of disciplinarian form of God the Father comes against the weak Christian boys and girls. Like, God would never be like that, and that's the only way God ever is. A disciplinarian. God 
chastises, disciplines those he loves. Hebrews chapter 13, the New Covenant, the New Testament. And if you're not chastised, disciplined, the word there is bastard and an orphan, which means you're still a child of Lucifer. So it's like the Christians in America are still the children of Lucifer mostly because they don't know discipleship. They like get mentorship when it's convenient to them in their own time. As long as it doesn't step on my toes of my own plans. You know, that's how it is. We've gone through thousands of churches. I did inner city missions with dozens of churches. Literally dozens. Didn't care about the denomination. You know, I'm Assemblies of God, so I'm obviously better than everyone. But, you know, that was my, that wasn't my attitude, but kind of, you know, we were real proud because we're Azusa Street and... That's what they teach you in Bible College of the AG, North Central University, that we're the best. Everyone else sucks, you know? That's how every denomination teaches. It's like, we're the best, everyone else is in error. But the only place I've ever found that to be true is in heavenly Jerusalem. Then there really is elitism, because you're in God the Father, and you're perfectly humble at the same time. You're just the Lord of all. Because you and Jesus Christ are one flesh. And there's zero pride involved. There's no arrogance. There's none of that. It's just like you're in the Father and the Father is in you and you're one literally because you got your soul transfigured by the renewing of your mind and you're actually in the place every single Christian is supposed to be called Heavenly Jerusalem if they'd simply enter the city gates of the pearls that are always open, wide open for constant jubilee to take place in your lives if you'd only ascend the mountain of the Lord with clean hands and a pure heart and not lift up your minds to idols. But in a society where you're constantly tempted tempted in every way by money, glamour, gold, girls, every single distraction under the sun comes at everyone I know constantly. Like, you know, I have family members that love Jesus and speak in tongues that have told me they want to come to Joel's bar for 10 years and couldn't make it, and they're 10 minutes away. I have people that always say they're going to do this, that, and the other thing, and they literally can't do it. I've probably had half of our people that said they were going to partner, and I'm not going to step on your toes on money. That's between you and God the Father, okay? I'm not here. I'm not going to do any of that weirdness. I'm here to give you the perfect new covenant bread and wine of Jesus Christ and transfigure your souls in the seven spirits of God. That's between you and the Holy Ghost, okay? But so many people are in disobedience even though they want to do the right thing. And I get messaged, I get emails every single day. Some days more messages and more emails than others, but without a day going by do I get messages of, oh, I can't wait to partner with you, Brandon. Literally, daily, and they never do. It's been going on for nine years straight. And I said, and I know what it is, but I asked the Lord way back when because it's frustrating, you know, because we live in a crack house and we're in the ghetto. We're getting some prosperity, getting some breakthrough because God the Father is sovereign and He can move mountains for us. And And I live in heavenly Jerusalem, so there's a little bit of breakthrough, you know, upgrading my Ford Explorer, trading it pretty much across the board for the same value for a Porsche Cayenne that's practically new out of the shop of Mobile One who went through the whole thing with the comb and they're like, this thing's practically new. I said, it don't even make sense. How can you trade a Ford Explorer 
for a Porsche Cayenne across the board. It don't make no sense. It's like that's how Father God always is. Everything he does doesn't make any sense to the natural mind on purpose in the hopes of your spiritual repentance. And so all these people wrapping their minds around natural things with natural looking faces of concern and natural looking faces of bewilderment every single day wanting to do the right thing always trying and striving but never attaining always hearing but never understanding always perceiving but never seeing otherwise they'd repent and be forgiven every single day because what one thing that hasn't happened to almost all Christians in America yet and I love you guys but one thing that hasn't happened yet is the renewal of your mind your mind has not entered the city gates of heavenly Jerusalem you can't see clearly and so every demon of delusion and they're all in the glory by the way if you're in the glory Satan is right there in the glory Lucifer lives in the glory of God <gasps> oh my God what did he say no it's true unless your mind is inside Zion inside the city gates the every measure of glory from the throne you are tempted by Satan and his angels and that's how we see thousands and tens of thousands annually go astray because they're listening to angels come to deceive them and they think since they're in the glory it must be God and it's absolutely Satan because then their lives get turned to crap you know they're divorced adultery drugs and alcohol you know poverty tons of sickness tons of disease everyday curses 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 because they're following fallen angels out of the deception of their minds and not the angel of the Lord Holy Spirit well how can we know the difference you always know the difference when you're like a little child amen and looking at the fruit like you should be able to tell like is there still joy and love and peace on it you know I've been laughing my butt off for nine years straight through the most horrendous persecution any ministry has ever seen in the history of the USA and point out one that's went through more than Red Letter Ministries I dare you it doesn't exist what we've gone through is everything of the great red dragon and that's boasting in Christ crucified in order to demonstrate sonship we've had to go through hell buddy hell and it's been wonderful going through hell his rod and his staff comforteth me amen they have that's all I've had walking through the valley of the shadow of death 35 years all I've ever had was God. Everything not God has been stripped from me year after year, month after month, day after day. And you just hear the clamor of all the cowards, the clamor of all the witches, the clamor of the warlocks, the clamor of the drug dealers, the clamor of all the losers galore yelling at you as you climb the stairway to heaven the ascension of Mount Zion on planet Earth. The Psalms of Ascension, Psalms 120 through 134, are real. That is the anointing of the seven spirits of God that King David 
walked in. And the seven spirits of God is also known as the Holy Spirit. Fact. Other ministers are wrong, and I was once wrong about that because God used other ministers to disciple me. They're dead wrong. Absolutely dead wrong. And I've had to learn because God used so many apostles and prophets and mystics to train me the last 18 years being born again Christian. And there's been so much garbage, so much error, so many lies, so, so much crap that is just mystical cr garbage that you can sell people for MP3s to make money. Most of it, honestly, boiling it down, going through the whole system of Christianity in the planet, even the great glory stream and the mystics and the sons of God and the charismatic church, all of it. Most of it boils down to how can they make money off of it. And if it were not true, I'd tell you, but it's like, when does the next book come out? And how can I sell a prophecy? And how can I corral these people into my ministry and my church? Listen, when you're in heavenly Jerusalem, you demonstrate stuff like the glorious freedom of the Son of God. All I do is tell the truth and ever increasingly more harsh as my sword of the Spirit grows every day. It's never gotten easier at Red Letter Ministries. It's harder now than ever before. Because I'm walking more perfectly than ever before in the seven spirits of God. <laughs> With the Father. Looking at all human beings like glassy reflections of the sea of glass before my throne daily. And you know what? Since I pour love from the Father through my body, the temple like a shell, like an earthen vessel, into them, the reflection of their waters always reflects back joy and love to me if they're alive. If they're dead, you'll see the demon evil critters in their faces and you know, and I can deal with that easily. There's not a demon and devil in the kingdom of hell, the great red dragon himself that I can't deal with. I mean, easily. When you have the entire cosmos under your feet in obedience to Revelation chapter 2 and 3, warriors of Jesus Christ, Joel's army, you can deal with the entire realm of the angelic principalities, powers, thrones, and dominions, and all spiritual wickedness in high places because you've actually put on the full armor of God. And you're not a Rice Krispies flake, snap, crackle, pop. Another two-week drunken glory flake like we've seen a million of. You know? God only is impressed with fruit and fruit that lasts. Even if you've walked with me a year, two years, three years, and there's some people, sadly, that I've had walk with me two, three years that just recently turned their back on me. Because it's like we can't go with them into prosperity. We can't go with them into blessings. We're going to hold on to poverty. We're going to hold on to curses. Listen, the number one thing the fallen angels have attacked in my life, predestined, foreordained, to do this thing my whole life. The number one thing the devil and his demons have attacked have been my prosperity as a full-time minister the last 11 years. It's been a freaking nightmare. And I've never gotten weird about money, and if I did, I repented quickly because I'm really in love with Jesus. And I'm so faithful to the throne of God. So all of this stuff is like nothing to me. This is like stuff that should have happened 10 years ago. 
but couldn't because of the rampant disobedience in the Christians. This is the stuff that should have happened out of Teen Challenge, but couldn't because the Christians are so supremely demon-possessed they can't recognize Jesus Christ from Lucifer. They don't know a son of God from a son of Lucifer in American Christianity, even at this moment. Look at there's 10 people watching. They couldn't tell the difference if it hit him in the face with an iron scepter of the throne of Zion because they're sleeping so hard in the sorcery of the red dragon called religion. I'm not religious. Anyone that starts out a sentence saying, I'm not religious, but is demon-possessed with religion. You know how many times we've seen that? Doing this ministry, I mean, hundreds of times. Mm. On our videos and in the blogs and in the RLM group and on my wall. I mean, we haven't seen anything new from the demonic for many, many years. Not even a new saying. They've ran out of words in the kingdom of hell to even say. It's been on repeat for five freaking years. Everything of darkness coming at us. That's how long we've been in the deep, thick trenches of this Star Wars. In the deep, in the fringe, in the thick front lines of U.S. spiritual warfare against the principality over the USA, Lucifer. Duh. And many are just waking up that they have, in fact, submitted their lives to the great red dragon out of ignorance, so it's forgiven them. But there has been warriors. There has been an army of God since Pentecost. This isn't a new thing. Every generation was past the baton of the Holy Spirit, of the spiritual people making spiritual progress, always marching forward, triumphing by the seven spirits of God sent to us through the slain lamb, Revelation 5, 6 says. Every single generation after generation, the army of the Lord has been kicking butt. Some generations more than others, you know, been some good ones, been some real bad ones, but there's always been a Holy Spirit people in the earth for 2,000 years. It's never gone away. When Jesus Christ sent the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, the Holy Spirit never lifted. <laughs> Someone just got shot in the head right up front. Like a cannon. Yeah, it's like a shotgun blast. Holy Ghost. We're still in the ghetto, that's why I'm saying. Yeah. Let's just continue to glorify the hood. I get wild in the summertime, thank you Lord Jesus. But I've already seen a hundred drive-by shootings. Hundreds. My front porch has been shot up with machine guns. My car has been shot up with machine guns. My alley shot up with machine guns. I mean, I told you, we've been in the thick of it for nine years in inner cities missions. Eleven before this house. Nine in this house. I mean, we're just right in the thick of all the drugs, all the gangs, all the violence, all the machine guns every single day. I mean, and it's like, you know, we're a little out of place over here, but we've learned to fit in, to be all things to all people, because it's a very, very black neighborhood, and it's a very, very 
gang banging crack cocaine gangster disciple neighborhood where we live you know mostly Chicago Illinois people around here when I've asked hundreds of them most people are from Chicago they're not even from Minnesota the Minnesotans are like nice people <laughs> these people are straight murderers and you know what this is the time that God is dealing with the straight murderers he told me that I'm dealing with the cartels, I'm dealing with the mafias, I'm dealing with the organized gangs, I'm dealing with all the knowledge of evil of Satan's kingdom. We know about the knowledge of good, that's called religion. That's the dumbest part of the tree. Actually, the best part of that tree, if you're going to be wicked, I'd rather have you be cold than lukewarm, amen, is the knowledge of evil, it is written, which is all the gangs and the mafias and the cartels and probably the CIA and FBI too. I don't know. I'm not going to judge. That's for God to decide. Seems like the central intelligence agencies of different governments are the most cartel-like organizations in the world, but that's between their hearts and the living God because I don't know. You know, I don't know what's in their hearts. It's just I hear things and I see things and it I wonder who's the bad guy sometimes, amen? I wonder if so much of this is just orchestrated confusion. I wonder if there's just so many people in the high places of the mountains of Babylon that purposely make ghettos and purposely make low places of the poor and the slaves. Because when I look at the news and I look at the media and I look at the words of different people around Channel 4, Channel 5, Channel 11, Channel 9, Channel, you know, 365, every single channel. Why so many lies? Why so much manipulation? I mean, just blatant lies. What is the agenda behind lying? I mean, it's just so much error. Certainly these people aren't that dumb. I know that it's not stupidity. It's not ignorance. So what is, why the lies? Why lying about all this stuff? Why lie about Darwinism? I mean, every real sorcerer knows there's no such thing as Darwinism, that we didn't come from apes, we came from angels. <laughs> we came from the angel of the Lord. Every sorcerer of Freemasonry in the world knows that. But so why do they tell us in education that we came from apes? Why do they tell us all these lies? Do they systematically lie to us to control us? Were we born into a matrix? Were we born into Babylon the Great? Babylon means confusion. Not like Daniel's Babylon that was just regular confusion. In the USA is Babylon the Great. Great confusion as it's written in the New Testament. So much so that even the elect could be deceived. Like people that are once my friends going weird in politics, going weird in doctrines. I mean, it's like, how could you get that far off when you were once right in the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus and now you're obsessed with the seed of Herod? It's all you ever talk about. And y'all, all of your hope is in the seed of Herod. Now you once walked with me as a son of God and you've fallen. Oh, foolish man. So many of them. Foolish men, foolish women. How could they be led astray when they know that the glory is real and it's like the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great can even deceive the elect? 
The Bible says, if that's even possible. Uh, I've seen it, so I know it's possible. I've seen it dozens of times. That one is more rare because you actually have to be in the knowledge of the glory to, to go astray from that level. And they still have their fire insurance. I mean, they still have yeah, salvation. It's just like their mind is in total error. And everything in their life is pff, worthless. What a devil, huh? Amazing grace, though. We need to learn to love a little stronger because the Father's love is the answer to every problem in every nation, tribe, and tongue. It's the Father's love through us that see all this stuff in the great white eagle in the seven eyes of the seven spirits of God that is able to empower these people to overcome in the midst of the greatest confusion of all time. Looking at all these precious souls day after day after day and seeing all the sorcery and seeing all the lies and seeing everything. Walking like Jesus Christ down here for years as a prophet. Glory to God. And just seeing it as seer prophet. And walking with the great white eagle that's physically appeared to me. Jesus Christ has come to me as the great white eagle many years ago. My whole life, 35 years, has been training in the perfect prophetic of the throne room of Almighty God. You know, I think every prophet that's had a great calling like that has ran from it at a time, and I ran from it, woo, buddy, into hell, into Tartarus. So I had to be raised from the dead, actually. And then all the training that comes with the perfection of the throne room of God to walk in the spirit of prophecy, to walk with the Father in the coolness of the day, to be perfect as your Father in heaven's perfect, and to never go to the left in religion, and never go to the right in rebellion. You know, you get a little stains once in a while, but you just brush it off. A righteous man falls seven times, brushes it off and gets back up again, and keeps walking with the Father until all that's left, spirit, soul, mind, and strength, is God the Father and nothing else in our entire lives. And that's what's happened with us. That's where we've come to in this season. And that's why you're having a great harvest. God said the next five years, the gates of heavenly Jerusalem are wide open for the full, full expansion of the kingdom in the entire world. Five years, he said, of great harvest. He said, the next five years, all of them will come in because the sons of God have opened the pearl gates for them to just easily walk into heaven now. We've brought heaven down to earth. I mean, that's all we've ever done is bring heaven to earth. We've never wasted our time. We never participate in dead works or strange fire. That's why the religious hate our guts. We actually bring the kingdom, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that time has come and God said, there'll be masses now entering heaven. And so there'll be an open heavens for everyone to experience for years. This isn't days, this is years. You've come into global jubilee, says the Lord. And then it will close because everyone that loves life and wants the joy and wants light and wants the mercy and the forgiveness of God and live in the glory of God and live in heaven on earth, they'll enter in and then the chambers will be sealed and all the wicked will be, be removed after them. That's what he showed me today. Clearly saw it clear as day. Five years of just tremendous harvest. So right now you're in a season of global jubilee. And it's not going to stop for a while. A billion people at least of every nation, tribe, and tongue will rally to the throne of God on earth as it is in heaven. They'll come right into the throne by faith and they'll feel it. 
They'll be all caught up in raptures and ecstasies. They'll be drowned in joy, drowned in prosperity. Prosperity, like, that makes King Solomon's day look like nothing. That's what's upon you by the floods of God's glory. And it's not in theory. You know, we've been in this thing so deep, going through so many hells for so long. You know, I was actually in doubt when I got that Porsche Cayenne two days ago. I was like, you know, because people are just angry at me anytime I get a breakthrough. It seems like my, all my friends are so demon-possessed and family members. I live out the book of Job every day. It's so, so I'm like, I got to always prove myself 100% of the time every day to every detail of my life. So I have to take it into the Mobile One shop and they go over it with a fine comb and they're like, it's perfect. I just could I mean, I, I just couldn't believe it. You know, the prosperity and the blessings, you know, and just the melting satisfaction of the Father's true nature for His children is here. So all the orphan stuff and all the poverty stuff and all the religious stuff and all the beat yourself up stuff is just going to go poof because you're actually going to get to know your Father in heaven now. In the whole world. I mean, so easily. Just be like reigning Father God. Holy Spirit said to me, you've reached the level on the mountain called Father God. Amen? That's the level you've reached on the mountain. Many of you people have been climbing the mountain of the Lord your whole Christian lives. A lot of people going around the mountain at the same level their whole lives didn't know you could even go higher up. You know? Until the sons of God manifest, the apostles don't even know you can go higher up. It's true. The prophets, the greatest apostles and prophets on the planet don't even have a grid for what I'm talking to you about right now. They just misunderstand us like, you know, making it up. Fibber, making all this stuff up. Fairy tales. <laughs> Dragon's tales. You know, they have no faith. Such little faith. But this is true. You can test every single word I'm saying to you is from the Father of all the angels, even the bad ones, so you have nothing to worry about. Satan won't touch you. You're being covered by heavenly Jerusalem and the throne of God. And everyone will get blessed tremendously now, everywhere, and there'll be a time of great jubilee. But I know the day's coming where people will actually harden their hearts unto death. People, everyone that could be saved will be saved in the whole planet. Because there'll be such open heavens and tremendous glory and tremendous jubilee and tremendous favor, just drowning everyone. I mean, just I'm I'm in it. I'm walking in it. I'm experiencing it in Minneapolis. It's, it's upon you, and it will hit everywhere in the whole world. And so everyone that actually likes Jesus will walk towards him, as it's written, "The nations will come into your light." And that's actually my new name. So what a coincidence! Holy Spirit, R of Zion. We love you guys. Be blessed. Trying to reach a half a million people every night. You know, donations actually have been pretty bad lately. You know, despite my prosperity of my soul, I'm, I'm able to do all this on the lowest, tightest, most horrible budget of any ministry I've ever seen personally. Where it's like even the crappy church on the corner has way more offerings and donations and tithes and gifts than we do. I'm serious. I'm not even jealous. Just telling you the truth. Most people and most viewers don't have a grid for anything we're doing so they don't give and donate. But we're trying to bring in the whole harvest through Facebook. <laughs> it's true. And I know God the Father is going to bring in one billion people into Red Letter Ministries through Facebook. And they're hungry for it. And so I want to put at least $300 a day on Facebook ads to reach half a million people in 115 nations that are just drinking it down like Kool-Aid in the whole planet. You know, the glory aid. 
You know, not to be confused with Jamestown, because I know how paranoid you people are. Holy Spirit. <laughs> we still have our Bibles, amen? <laughs> Reading it every day. Obedient to the dot and tittle. Judge God the Father. And then donate to Red Letter Ministries because it's the right thing to do to advance the kingdom. Redlettermen.com and be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.